How are we doing, everybody? Welcome in to episode 107 of the Underage Packers podcast. We are sitting here live in Green Bay for the first time, as you will see, a live podcast episode. So now I can reach out and ask you, Big B, how are you doing while looking you in the eye? It's, it's definitely weird, but I am doing fantastic. It's been a great week. That's that's great to hear. Um, you were mentioning how it might be not awkward, but a little hard to adjust to recording a podcast in person. So we'll see if as we go along, we get more used to it. But starting off right now, it is it is that weird feeling. Yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I definitely don't like it. We'll see how it goes. It took about like 40 minutes of setup here to get everything right but hopefully this turns out well. We're gonna be talking about the past three days that we've been here. Sunday, practice was moved to inside. Monday, practice happened on a drizzly and wet morning. And then today, it was close to the public, but that doesn't mean we can't watch the tarp. So that's exactly what we did. And we watched the whole 90 minute practice through the tarp. And it was, uh, it was a painful experience, but well worth it, obviously. Yes. So, we'll be talking about our trip. We'll be previewing the preseason game this Friday against the San Francisco 49ers. So, it should be a good time. Uh, speaking about our week here in Green Bay, I wanted to first start off with the player interactions we've had. Because, seriously, there is nothing like... There's no other NFL or sports city like Green Bay. Just because, I mean, we were literally walking down the street to Hinterland. And we run into... Sammy Watkins, Christian Watson, a bunch of players, uh, and then also Adam Sinovich, Luke Butkus, a handful of other coaches. Yep. And can you just tell us about your history with Adam Sinovich? Show the folks about how you guys go way back. Yeah, way back, aka like two weeks, but um, probably around two weeks ago, I, I, was, I was here and I met him. I went up to him, asked him for a picture. I honestly think I made his day that day for asking a picture and then um was it what day did I see see him sometime this that was Monday was it Monday I saw him again and he actually remembered me and that made my day because I did not think he was gonna remember me and then uh today as we were recording this I asked for an 8x10 and he's like this is my guy right here and I'm like yes <laughs> So, Stinovich, we, I know the Packers are very buttoned up, very much do not want their assistant coaches to go on other podcasts, any other interviews, but we got to make that happen with Adam. Yes. We, we can make it happen under the table. We don't need to ask permission yes. from anybody. I finally got an in, so. There we go. Yeah, got to get your foot in the door. Um, some other player interactions we've had, um, you know, we were hanging out after practice pretty much each day. We were going to wait for Aaron and David try to get uh, their attention was unsuccessful. They, they were pretty guarded heavily at that gate they entered through. Yeah. So kind of got to be sneaky there. Um, but you've got a handful of autographs, obviously, getting a picture with pretty much everybody on the 90-man roster. You'll get there eventually, <laughs> at least. Yep. Um, and then today, we saw Coach Matt LaFleur. You didn't need a picture with him or autograph. You already got that done oh, yeah. and wrapped up a few weeks ago. But I got my picture with him. I got Aaron Nagler's autograph, so that will probably sell for $500. Oh, easily. I mean, the Jordan Love and Christian Watson autos I have on that, are, I mean, it kind of ruins the helmet now because 
you got a little an and then a scribble mm -hmm. shoot man i gotta i gotta sell that on the market oh yeah um so speaking of this and meeting players i cannot believe big b you're insane recognition skills because being able to rec recognize you know um what's it, chris sladen um chauncey mechanic a handful of other guys that's one thing yeah but then the fact that we're sitting there at hinterland brewery the other night <laughs> and we're you know we're just chilling you know waiting for our order and all of a sudden you go oh my god i think that's aj dylan's brother-in-law I, and I, I mean, I wasn't doubting you. You were, you were doubting me. I, I was, I was like, well, shoot, if he thinks it's AJ Dillon's brother-in-law, then he's probably right. That would be <laughs> an interesting thing to mess up. And a little bit of context here, AJ Dillon's brother-in-law did have a podcast with him for a little bit. So it's yeah. not like he was creeping on AJ's Facebook and found him. And, and <laughs> that, that would have been concerning. But I mean, we were walking by him as we were walking out and I'm like, oh my God. That really is Will Tune and AJ Dillon's brother-in-law. So yeah, that honestly impressed me. <laughs> yeah. So there's that man. If you ever need to go on a who's who of Green Bay, just go along with Big B. Oh, yeah. You're you're pretty much like one of those MTV like the tours they do in Hollywood. <laughs> you're you're pretty much them. Yeah, pretty much. I'm getting there. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So there's that, and of course our experiences with you know meeting these players trying to get some autos um would be you know has to include autograph hunters which i've realized for a long time now that they are simply the worst yeah like i mean there is not a single one of them well i shouldn't say that but it just feels like so many of them are i mean obviously if they're selling this they're depending on these players' kindness, taking time out of their day. They're depending on that to make I, their living or their their side hustle, whatever. So a lot of them, I, I just can't believe how disrespectful they are to the players. Yeah. And pretty much a, expecting it to be a given that they would sign for them. So that's, you know, disappointing. Um, I won't name or face drop anybody, but I just cannot believe... It's not even dedication. It's almost sad that they they sit out there all day just to wait for the players to leave through the coaching lot. So, yeah. Hey, you do you, man. Dig what you dig. But if you, I like I said, some of the things they said, unbelievable and disrespectful. And hey, if I was a player, I don't think I'd sign for many people. Yeah, I probably wouldn't either. But there, there are some nice one uh, ones out there. Yeah, um, I'd send for the kids, but yeah, definitely. I I would not be surprised, and there obviously is players that definitely would get annoyed just from the how much of a celebrity they are in such a small town like Green Bay. I mean, in any other bigger town, they blend right in, and mm -hmm. you know, there's obviously fans that recognize them, but yeah, they can go to a a store without being stampeded <laughs> so that's our player interactions there um now another thing about our experience here in green bay we've you know coming into this week i was like all right i gotta make sure i make the right choices when it comes to my meals because i only have so limited of meals choice you know you got 
few breakfasts, a few lunch, and a few dinners. So you got to make sure you make the right choices there. Mm -hmm. So I got to ask you, I don't know where you've eaten besides places we've been together. Yeah. But um, what has been the best meal you've had so far here? Man, that is that is tough. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have to go with um, Old Faithful, Andrews's. Um, mm. That place is just so good. I absolutely love it. Definitely the best restaurant in Green Bay. Yeah, I didn't have anything there besides the Dr. Pepper that was watered down. They needed to replace the bag. They did though. Yeah, I know. There. Well, and after that, I was like, I'm not, I'm not getting one. So that that was that. Uh, yeah, you were too Hollywood. You were too busy talking with all the big men. Oh yeah, well, I got to do the networking at the Cheesehead TV meetup there at Anduzzi. <laughs> so, but yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, I'd say the best meal I've had so far. I I'd probably say Kroll's. Got a Ooh. milkshake there, too. Big B chagrin for me saying that, but got a good strawberry milkshake there. Got a butter burger in. Um, got some cheese curds to go, which we're gonna have to try here soon. And then also some fries that were great. So definitely a great meal at Kroll's for me. We got a few meals here left to go, so have to hit up some places that gotta mark off the checklist. Oh yeah. Um, tomorrow will be our last day here, unfortunately, um, unless I somehow find a way to move in somewhere. Um, but we will be on the sidelines for practice tomorrow. That's why we're here at Lodge Kohler. This isn't the normal underage Packers budget yes. quite yet, but for one night, you stay here, you get sideline pass. I'm looking at them right now over there, and I'm so excited to get on the field. I don't even know if it'll be the greatest view uh, compared to the stands. I think we'll have a, a greater uh, a greater view of the players' numbers yeah. and be able to see that more, and it won't be so fast. And by the time the play has happened, you don't know who or what did what. So, but most excited for to uh, talk with all of our media pals. Oh yeah, definitely going to annoy Aaron Nagler for a little <laughs> bit. That's going to be fun. Like uh, always. Yes, of course. Say hi to some people. So, I, I mean, that's a unique thing for us to, to be on this sideline. That's We're probably one of the first people for that's our most excited thing for being on the sideline. Yeah. Um, no autographs, though. I'll have to keep an eye on you. I know. It's going to be hard. Yeah. <laughs> so, make sure you're on the lookout for that. Uh, let's talk about what we've seen at practice. Uh, like I said, Monday and Tuesday, we were able to watch those practices on day one, some of the things that stuck out at me were both quarterbacks, I should say, Love and Etling, had their moments. They had their good plays, had their bad plays, um, the ups and downs. Jordan had some great passes, um, but I don't, I, it wasn't watching Jordan, it wasn't that, like, wow. From, like, he's really improved from what we saw in Kansas City and Detroit and little preseason time we got to see him in last year. It wasn't a shocking difference. And obviously we've only seen two days of practice. I know last week apparently had a really good day. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know how Jordan will do in the preseason. I don't know what the future of his career looks like, but this preseason is obviously gonna be big for him because if he has a great performance, then any practice tape is gonna be thrown in the garbage because who cares yeah um so uh one other thing here is that the romeo dobbs hype is completely real because 
Uh, I mean, he was making play after play, but he's still a rookie. You know, he had a, a few drops there, um, and I think that's what people will realize once we get into the preseason. He's great, but he's still a rookie. Um, Rodgers even, um, I think um, Dobbs was just, you know, burning Stokes every play for the majority of training camp so far. So Rodgers like, all right, we got to throw Jair on him. Yeah. To, it's making it too easy for us. He's like, enough of this. Got to yeah. make it a little more difficult. Of course. Got to make it more practice-like here. So, Romeo Dobbs, obviously excited to see him in the preseason. Both days, the defense has dominated, according to us and according to everybody else. Sean Gary has been a beast. Yes. Um, and the corners are just incredible, locking down everybody. Jair has been so sticky. Um, Devondre and Quay looking great as well. So, yeah. Defense is living up to the hype so far. Uh, anything else you want to add from day one of practice? Um, no, it was miserable that day because and very wet. But otherwise, yes. no, not really. Yeah, I mean the weather. I was so excited when I woke up yesterday and saw no rain in the forecast for one morning. Like, yes, it's gonna happen. And then I walked outside and I felt lied to because it was still raining, and it wasn't. It wasn't even, like, raining, raining. It was just, you know... It was just nasty. Yeah. I mean, it was wet and, you know, sprinkling, but the wind and the cold weather just made it even worse. So by the time it was practice, you know, my God, we were soaked. Yeah. And, uh, but hey, we had a fun time. It ended up happening. Sun came out right at the end and enjoyed the rest of the day. Yeah. And it's been really nice today. And hopefully tomorrow as well. And I met Jordan Love, so I mean, yes, it was worth it. Yes, Jordan Love, shout out to him. I mean, he signed everybody's yeah uh, thing. I mean, like literally everyone. Yeah, he and just me went twice. Down. So <laughs> yeah, you went you went down and joined a bunch of kids and were like, God, Jordan signed this, and then you ran down back to me and Easton. Um, I'm surprised you didn't say hey. I know who you are. Yeah, I totally forgot I had two things. <laughs> the signs, so. Yeah, you got two 8x10s. Well worth it, though. Oh, yeah. I think in one, you got one where you, I, there's not much Green Bay stuff showing, too. It's a black and white. Yeah. So that's an investment there yeah. for sure. Uh, day through two, like I said, we were watching through the tarp. Didn't get kicked out. Um, I, one thing I'll add is that Mari Rogers, he had a few good returns. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, compared to the other returners that were going with them, yikes, man. Uh, but he was, like Basaccia said, uh, I think, the other day, he is has a lot more confidence now. There isn't as much hesitance as there was last year that makes you want to bang your head against the wall and always ends up bad because he runs to the side to side and then he ends up getting nothing but a loss of two yards. Yeah. Um, so... Satya is definitely fiery, um, and yeah, hopefully special teams improved. The snaps, long snappers, are incredibly frustrating yeah. as well, though, so hopefully they can sign somebody. I saw Zach Cruz's tweet yesterday that was like, what would you be willing to trade to, for a proven, capable NFL long snapper? And a lot of the people were saying, oh, it's not even worth it for a seventh. But I'm like, a fifth rounder? I think I'm willing to give that up. I want to yeah, do that. Too. If we don't have to worry about it for the rest of the season, I'm all for that. Like, man, our our special teams is a disaster when we're talking about the freaking long snapper. Yeah, I don't want to ever 
have to talk about long snappers again. There is probably no other NFL team out there right now talking on their podcast about the long snapper. <laughs> One, because Packer fans are very much nerds in every aspect of it, very much diehard. Yeah. Um, I remember, I can't remember who it was at all, but somebody said who was on the Vikings and the Packers beat at one point. It's probably Tom Perrell Serrell. Yeah, that's the only one I can think of. Yeah, and um, he said, you know, in Minnesota, everybody's asking the same question about Adrian Peterson, basic type stuff. And you kind of get that here just because of, like, national media folks that make it down or TV reporters that have to get their basic questions in. But, uh, I mean, here, yeah, very complex questions because the fans care about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if 25-minute long questions with a bunch of build-up are necessary, but... Um, oh, you went there. <laughs> I did. and But, yeah, love... Anyways, point is, Green Bay cares about their long snappers for bad reasons. But, like I said, I hope we never have to care about the long snapper ever again after the season. Hope special teams isn't a weekly topic of discussion Hopefully it is this year for good reasons. Hopefully we're talking every week about the improvements they're making, talking about, you know, a big play from Mari Rogers or whoever. We're talking about Pat O'Donnell bombing some in the winter. So hopefully we get past that this year, the excitement about them. And then after that, you know, Rich Passaccia just stays here for 30 years and we have success. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, we can only hope. Um, so there's that, our observations from practice um, we've been having a fun time filming some videos down here um, it's a it's a lot to get done in a short period of time I will say yes uh, it's been pretty much a marathon every day but I love it mm-hmm. like before we got here it's like I just want to pack every second of my day doing something not because well I mean I want to stay busy but I just want to soak it all in I don't know when the next time I'm going to be here is, so you just got to soak in all the vibes, obviously. I mean, you're probably going to be here for the Rams game, but, you know. Hopefully. Hopefully. A lot of ball game left on that one, but, yeah. Um, so, having a great time here, obviously, just trying to soak in all the vibes of camp that are always great, so glad that here for a second year. All right, back to the preseason game that we were talking about earlier this Friday. At San Fran this Friday... In Green Bay against the Saints next week. Also have some uh, joint practices next week. So that should be interesting. Taysom Hill makes his return home. Oh, yeah. And then they ended off traveling to Kansas City uh, for week three of the preseason. Have that one or that, you know, the 13-day break from last preseason game to week one of the season. But, hey, man, once the preseason picks up, it's it's full go Mm -hmm. all the way into the season. So... I'm looking forward to just getting started and getting into the flow of things and analyzing performances once again. So, <laughs> cannot wait. Um, with this preseason game, I I don't think the Packers or the Niners are really going to try too much uh, as far as playbooks go. Not wanting to reveal too much of that, but also, I I think in the first preseason game they're really going to use it as a glorified four quarter long practice. Mm-hmm. You know, just get guys conditioned to play that long. Um, and, yeah, I'm sure we'll see a lot of rotation of guys and all that type of stuff. Eager to see who gets to look on the offensive line 
and also who they view as players that don't need to play, you know, just who they think doesn't need that preseason time. I'm sure most of the veterans, uh, we heard this week that Aaron Rodgers won't be playing in, in at least the first two preseason games because it's just not worth it. Maybe uh, week three against the Chiefs, though, they'll want to avoid the regular season week one disaster that they had last year. And uh, maybe Aaron will get a little playing time then. Um, this week, though, we will get to see it. Trey Lance against Jordan Love. Hey, man, I mean, imagine if Trey Lance just goes out there, even in this first preseason game, and just sucks. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. and then the Niners have to call Jimmy back and like, so you remember how we said we were ready to move on? Um, can you, like, come back? I That whole situation there just seems like a total mishandling of the situation. Yeah. Um, but, hey, Trey Lance, he got that touchdown before half on us last year. So that that was depressing. But You know, that's, that shouldn't have been a touchdown. There was so many times that the refs bailed him out on that drive. That still... Pisses okay. me off to this day. We won the game. I know. That's so I don't all know why matters. it makes me so mad. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah, that that game definitely gave us a lot of anxiety, though. Yes. Um, every preseason game is going to be big for fringe roster guys. This first one, um, I believe the first cut down from 90 to 85 is after this game. Yes. This weekend. And then it goes to 85 to 80. And then does it go to 80 to 53, or is there yes, another cut it down? it is. Um... August 30th, it's 80 to 53. Okay, wow. That's a pretty steep jump. Yeah. But I'm sure right now they got to know the guys, at least, you know, six, seven, eight of them that are going to be on that list. You know, if one of them has a, a pretty solid day of practice, shows something they haven't shown before, then maybe they at least consider to keep them around and at least until that 80-man cutdown day. So... Big, big game for the Ishmael Hymans of the world, for the Danny Etlings. I mean, well, Danny will have his job locked up unless he just sucks and they want to go out there and sign another practice squad quarterback. Um, but other than that, we'll just have to see what Matt LaFleur throws out there. Maybe he'll do what he did last year and let your buddy Stinovich call some plays and I hope so. toss the playbook around. So looking forward to that. Just looking forward to some football, man. Yeah. Can that Yes, inject it into my veins. With that being said, I think we're going to end this off. Big B, a pleasure to uh, record in person with you. As it was going on, it almost turned into I just back at home and looking at you through a Zoom screen. <laughs> like, I don't know if you're real anymore. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but that's where we're going to end this one off. We will have, I'm sure, more content coming to you after uh, we get back home. We got this just phenomenal video coming up with a guest appearance from West Hot Quits. So make sure you tune into that one. So can't thank you all enough for watching. Thank you so much for the support. Just having people here at Title Town that just walking down the street and they say hi to us. Greatest feeling in the world. So uh, if you did enjoy this podcast, make sure subscribe. Do all the nice stuff you can do on the podcast apps. And uh, we'll talk to you later. Big B, any final words? Go Pack Go.